Hello, this is Sheikh Ibrahim, and I'm going to talk today about letting go and how it ain't so easy. So we hear in the song from the animated feature Frozen. And this idea is easily tossed at us by armchair philosophers, therapists, religions, and spiritualists, all about letting go. And it's so easy to see another person's attachments, hang-ups, and abusive relationships, and then with a wave of your hand to tell them to drop it, do something else, to let it go. But when it comes to our own personal work, when we discover a habit that's dragging us down, we realize that it isn't so easy to just let it go. We find there are a lot more bits hanging onto that one thing. It doesn't seem to disappear as we so desperately want it to. It keeps sticking around and interfering with our life. Why doesn't it just go away like everybody says it can? Let it go, let it go. Fortunately, over the centuries, a number of tools have developed that when used properly and by professionals are efficient and effective. Tools like the various therapies, meditation, prayer, forgiveness. This habit or attachment from the past requires appropriate transformation and management. The available tools are not magic wands. A tool is just that. Like a shovel, one needs to apply effort to shift that big pile of dirt. And usually this requires many repeated uses of that one tool over and over again. This is work. And work may require muscles you haven't used in a while meaning that there could result in soreness, weakness, and probably a lot of sweat, and then soreness overnight, and it feels hurt, and it's frustrating that the work isn't finished yet, and this could lead to tears and anger. But until the pile is gone, there's still work to be done. So, besides using unused muscles, frustration, and effort, this is going to take time. Neurophysiologically, we are rewiring the brain. This organ is not hardwired for the part we're going to do. It can be changed, which means old habits can be reworked at any age. 
we're learning more every day about the brain functions. And one thing we know is that exercise helps maintain the plasticity. As all sports and arts people are aware, it takes constant practice to nurture and grow any talent, as well as to learn new skills. The process of practice has many innate and unexpected goodies. What alchemists, musicians, and gardeners have discovered over many millennia is that it slowly changes the practitioner by developing virtues like patience, understanding, respect, perspective, and the transformation of the whole person. These are the unexpected and special benefits of practice, and they are what helps us to become what I will call a human being, an integrated amalgam of paradoxes and paradigms. Without practice, we cannot grow our patience we will become frustrated at the slightest things, and we will forget to be grateful for the wonderful gifts we've been blessed with. We will look at negativity and wallow in it. We'll be constantly angry at others because, honestly, we're angry at ourselves for not growing and dealing properly with our own dirt. Another layer we must manage is one of forgiveness, both to others we've hurt and to ourselves who we've hurt as well, or who may have been hurt by others. In a way, asking to be forgiven is part of damage control. No matter what our level of understanding or awareness, we are going to make mistakes. No one's perfect and there's no way you are not going to screw up something. You absolutely, definitely are going to make a mistake. And there are many reasons for this. One, to keep you humble. No one's better than another person, and it's not at all useful to compare ourselves with another person. We're all in the same boat. We all have the capacity to grow and to learn. Everyone is growing in their own way and in their own time. And you cannot grow without making errors because that's one way everybody learns. So, in letting go, knowing that there is wounding somewhere means that an apology may be required. Learning to be less defensive is part of becoming a human being. Understanding that confrontation, unless it's the only way, does not usually foster compassion, tolerance, or peace. To be aware that every single person wants to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be respected, is what a human being tries to put into practice. To forgive others and yourself is difficult for a lot of us. It tends to 
maintain the old way that we're trying to change and let go. Now, some cultures and religions make it unexpectedly hard to forgive because they may be built on guilt, suffering, and developing a victim mentality. So, part of learning how to forgive means an objective observation of your specific culture or religion to see if it is forgiving or interfering with simply forgiving yourself or others. This is where a professional observer, therapist, or someone who can be helpful could be an assistant to you. Now, if you're a friend or counselor, don't tell other people to let go of it. It really doesn't help. Unless you yourself have undergone the burning of bad habits many, many times. Thanks for listening. This is Sheikh Ibrahim Ansari saying, Salam Alaikum. Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free, but it costs equipment rental, services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.